0: We'll Hi guys. Everyone can see and hear us, but we don't hear you, that's the problem. So what to do, what to do?
1: Gibt's time chat fenster cuts the sunshine?
2: Yes, I don't know.
0: Hi can you hear
3: us? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 and the... edit out.
0: Here is a chat,
4: not sure what is happening. And how about now?
0: Yes, I hear you. Oh, that's very
5: good. Let's fix this camera two seconds. Here we go. Okay,
6: Sorry, let's can, you, can you hear
7: me
0: and say something?
6: Can you funny? hear me
5: also? Yes, Great. we hear you guys very well.
0: Yay, nice. yeah. finally. Great. Technical difficulties.
5: Technical difficulties, <laughs> two seconds.
7: Sorry about
5: Something that. Is... Move. All us There we
7: go. There we go. All right. All righty. Yay! All right.
5: <laughs> let's begin. So let's start with our first question, Anna and Artur. How did you two meet?
0: Well, how did we two meet? Actually, we... Um, it it was easy. We just met uh, in the uh, children's group in uh, our first uh, club, which we represented. And uh, as Arthur loves to to tell this story, he was entering the hall, and I was sitting in the split. This is <laughs> this is his uh, yeah his memories from how uh, he first. Her Met picture me. I, got
6: from her. Yeah. I just started dancing, I, I, we moved uh, from Russia to Germany with my family and I just started dancing and it was like one of the first practices at all but we were not dancing together, I was dancing with another girl, she was dancing with another boy and I was just coming to the club, I was coming to the dressing room and from the dressing room I could watch into the hall and then I watched uh, looked into the hall and she was sitting in the split like stretching and something like that, like you know, a small, thin girl with like white, uh, white skin and nothing long, changed.
8: Nothing changed. And,
6: and like, like, like doing the split, <laughs> like and an
8: and, angel, like,
6: like an angel, like a ballerina. <laughs> and that time I was already go, oh,
0: okay.
6: <laughs> I think I was eight years old or something like that.
0: Yeah. So we met uh, in the children's group in the first club which we presented yeah, as small kids, let's say, like this. No, not at- Earlier, Yeah, now no,
6: we hear as you. Can repeat,
8: I am muted.
0: Yes, there we go.
5: So, as we found out earlier, a few months ago, we know that Artur is a Zumba instructor. Artur, what inspired you to become a Zumba instructor? Yeah, I already
6: uh, uh, thought about it, that it would, was not so smart to say that because actually actually, I made a Zumba license uh, because uh, at that time it was like hyped in Germany, it became hyped in, in Germany and, uh, and at some dance camps I uh, made some, uh, do you hear me? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, at some dance camps uh, we made some Zumba classes as a warm-up it was never like a real zumba class it was always like a warm-up and i was thinking about it it's fun to me and maybe it would be also a great possibility like to to earn some money and then i made this zumba license and uh, this was three years ago and still i did not make a Class or something like that. Like, I like. I made it on our on our own camps. We made it like a warmup, but I did not um, organize it to make like a real class. sauce. Of...
5: Uh, so so there's no possibility of seeing you at a at a World Zumbathon convention.
7: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we won't be seeing you there. Oh, so. okay. After <laughs> this year, you never know. You know, guys. Yeah,
4: yeah,
1: you that is know. true. Yes. it's
7: it's it's crazy right now. <laughs>
5: Never yeah. say never. Exactly. Moving on to your dance career, I would love to talk about your Infinity show. What was the thought and the process behind your Infinity show dance?
0: Well, you know, first of all, um, we we love to, to name our shows like <laughs> and, wor- words and uh, symbols, which are very, um, which don't have just one meaning, you know, so people can interpretate how how they understand it, how they like it, how they feel it uh, um, depending to their own lives. So we were inspired by the uh, German ice skating uh, couple, which was getting um, Olympic champions, actually. And we loved this song, because they used also the song which we used also in our uh, show. And uh, you know, we started the research like, okay, what what, what could we do? So, what, what is actually infinite? It's like uh, your love for something, yeah? What is an example
5: of uh, something that is forever, that is beyond infinity?
0: Exactly, yeah, so we, we thought, okay, our love for dancing, yeah, our love for music, and our love for creation, but also this uh, infinite way, you know, up and down. It's like a never-ending story, and uh, we thought that this is so close to our souls, this is so close to our dancing way, actually, and um, yeah, we wanted to to message exactly this to the public, to the audience, and um it was also just—I I cannot actually remember who of us said this. Okay, it should be infinity, but, but we we like this this symbol and this word a lot. So it was like, really, you know, when you, when you hear, for example, the name Beyoncé, you you know this is the queen. Wow, and it's clean,
5: so, but it's big, yes.
0: Yeah, and it and it stays. You know, this name it stays in your mind. It stays in your head. So. We thought, like, okay, infinity is something everyone understands in the world. Yeah, probably not the word exactly, but this symbol, the way of the definition, the meaning. Yeah. So this was actually there were a lot of thoughts, you know, about this. I cannot even say with which it started. But uh, we got a lot of inspiration, so we, we put it all together to a whole story, which means, first of all, to ask a lot. So this was the beginning of it, actually.
5: While you compete this Infinity Show dance, what kind of emotions do you feel? What runs through your head? What, what do you feel as you finish and take the bow, as the crowd is cheering you on and you place final in this? What do you feel inside
0: Yes, yeah,
6: were... start at, and I will say something at the end. You know, uh, you will say something serious and I will say something stupid in the end, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay but
0: that's I'm how so... partnerships go. It's always like this, so you, do, you don't even need to to, to, to say this. So uh, for <laughs> me, it, it, it's always, you know, the, this show, this Infinity show, um, let's say we up, updated and upgraded it somehow from competition to competition because we felt like, okay, something is working better and something is working a little bit worse. So we wanted to, to make it better, yeah, to, to make an optimum. But from the emotional part, it's, uh, I, I was living it, you know, I was, we danced <laughs> in um, the Worlds, we danced in the Kremlin yeah. in Moscow and uh, I just really literally felt how, how the tears are coming into my eyes when when I know this is the last round of the show and now we have to go out of the floor and also we had uh, the year before so it was 2019 yeah uh, we had the uh, European we uh, also did this show and I, I, I just couldn't yes that is show. correct I remember. I, I crying and i don't know it was i was so overwhelmed with the emotion very emotional it's a very emotional piece because you know when when it comes to the sound and you Absolutely, can feel the music, and you can um, relate to something. What happened in your life, or like, to your imagination? It, it it just touches you so deeply. And it was this moment where I, I just I don't know I couldn't hold myself. So I was like, we were standing in this last wait, last position, you know. And, I was like, <laughs>
5: and the emotions just like, don't let that tear come down.
8: Yes, I was like already. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so it was really into it. I can only confirm because
6: like on the last competition I could bet that after each dance she will cry at the end it was like <laughs> that, <laughs> that little piece of choreography there that'll do it <laughs> it was not so well, always real but it was always I was standing there and I was thinking all, all the time yeah you will cry why now. why is <laughs> she searching
2: <laughs> like crazy <laughs> the <laughs> small details yes
6: it's the
7: little things. <laughs>
6: Yeah. One thing to to your question, what is going through your head while you're dancing? We were dancing the show at uh, four championships. It was two two years. We danced European, World, European, World, and in the last championship, it was the World in Kremlin in Moscow. Yes. The show, the choreography, was already so much inside. It was like. Um, it was already going through it was flowing right, you had it so many times
5: you practiced it so many yes, times that yes, you already yes. felt you need to
6: think about it yes the whole time before before the championships i still needed to think about some mechanics and holdings and so on and to change from the latin to the um holding stuff and the contemporary stuff Lift. and in moscow it was not that way i was just enjoying and the break between the first round and the final was like six hours or oh, something cool. like that. Cool, was cool. Like wow. forever. a long time. It so was wow. like forever. And then you need to deliver. You know, like now it's the final, now you go Okay, okay. and then we started and the show was like 3.30. There is like the beginning, then some middle parts, and then the end, like the culmination. And, like always in the beginning, I was totally into my idea, into the show idea, into the, the film which is, which is going through uh, our minds. And then, somewhere in the middle, I had one thought. It was like, I want to eat now. <laughs> and then there were like, I think there were like 10 or 20 seconds. Where I had like this inner monologue, where I thought I want to eat right now. What should I eat right now? What could I uh, uh, let deliver after the championship? And then the next thought, like, oh, it's not the time to think now about that. (coughs) (laughs) Then I was already in, and then already emotional, you know. But like, and in this inner monologue, I was still dancing. I was still good. I think we're
7: the same. I think the same thing when I'm dancing.
6: <laughs> and if you if you watch on the video, you see still in my face like all the emotions and everything that I remember. What on I was the inside, thinking. Thinking yeah, I mean, you're thinking, what am I eating? For, what
7: am I eating for
0: lunch? <laughs> he, <told laughs> he was totally emotional. And he was totally into the food. Yes.
5: Yes. So focused on. And the hmm, is it going to be
0: McDonald's? So? cheeseburger <laughs> pizza. What are we you thinking? Know? Because he he could think of chicken, chicken McNuggets and like just leave me fall on the ground. Very good. Nice, nice to know it. You know, at least now I.
5: <laughs> well he has you in the air, he's thinking of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All
7: right, guys. So when you wake up and kind of get your day started what makes you happy
0: what kind of thing makes you smile when you wake up oh you know i'm this kind of person i just need the sun but this is uh, th- th- this is my my food my everyday food. Air, air, I don't know. Food, I don't need, I need sun. So um, for me, it's really like the sunlight, the sunshine, uh, and uh, probably also this clear blue sky. I just love to see when I wake up that it's um, bright outside, you know, because in Germany, it's so gray and rainy. So when I wake up, it's always like, oh damn, is it night or is it already morning? I don't understand so this is why i would say definitely sun and blue sky
5: that is beautiful very philosophical philosophical what about you artur uh
0: actually for me for me the same it's
6: it's like the the colors i like to to wake up and to see uh out of the window like the the bright sun the blue sky and uh, of course the the green eyes which are next to me every morning when i wake up
1: that is beautiful. Same. <laughs> what would you guys say was the most memorable performance in your career so far?
3: Most
7: memorable.
1: memorable. I think it's still the same competition, right? Yes. Oh, three.
9: Uh,
0: One,
8: two, three. Uh, no, World, no, no,
0: no. World Championship Love you know, is in Yes! <laughs> ah. Oh!
6: <laughs> championship which we danced in show dance and it was actually also the first uh, official championship where we represented Germany.
4: Because ah okay wow. that is it's impressive Yes,
6: cool. yes. Yeah, yeah. uh i think before we we also did not dance european cup or world cup it was also after yes yes so it was the first uh, official championship it was in china uh till then we were already in china but not so often so it was already like a Long way, sure, sure. And uh, it was the first time show dance, which was a to- uh, completely new experience.
0: Super exciting.
6: Anna will tell right now. Uh, Anna will tell about the the emotional stuff in the final. I will tell about the emotional stuff before the first round. So
5: does it have anything to do with the- food?
2: <laughs> no.
5: <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
10: Not in China. <laughs>
5: okay. in China they have good food, so I don't know.
6: We were standing standing, um, next to the floor. The couple before us was already dancing. We were waiting for um, our Our time. time. And we were holding hands, preparing mentally for the dance. And it was the first time we were representing Germany on the FIFA championship. It was the first time we were dancing a show dance. It was the first time we danced. uh, Love his uh, choreography on the floor, and we were uh, holding hands, and we were already like experienced couple. We a lot of competitions and uh, like big competitions and so on. We were holding hands, and she asked me, "Are you nervous?" And I was watching her and said, "Of course not." And then she asked me, "Then why your hands are shaking that much?" And then I was looking down to my hands, and it was like this. And I was looking down to my um, feet, feet, and uh, legs, legs, also shaking the whole time. And I were thinking, "Fuck, what is going wrong? What is happening with me?" But then it went
5: everything good.
0: Was... Yes, yeah. yeah, you know, it was just very, it was very exciting because it was this first offici- official official uh, show dance experience and championship, and it was so far away, and uh, somehow we still felt a little bit the jet lag in the in the body you know so it was uh, it was totally an emotional up and down and uh, it was so responsible yeah to to be um, the one couple on the floor you're alone and you represent your country so it was really we we felt this responsibility and um, also because we never competed before this three and a half minutes on the floor like yes 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 everything came together and you know as as arthur was telling already we danced a lot of competition so we were an experienced couple but i was going on the floor guys and i Felt like a total beginner in just going on high here.
4: Really? Because I was
0: shaking like this. And, uh, I was talking to myself like, oh my God, calm down, girl. What's happening with me, you? you know? I was going on floor and I was shaking. I was thinking there is an earthquake or something like this because it was so unusual. And uh, re- really, I, I think this was, you know, from the emotional part, this is a competition I will remember forever. And also when we um, when we stood there in the uh, kiss and cry area, and you get uh, your points. And uh, somehow of, of, course, we understood we are not the, um, yeah, let's say the the couple which could win because there were couples which were more experienced in this um, competitive style Yeah. yes, yes. and then we stood there totally exhausted of everything what happened before like this trip and <laughs> training and everything exhausted and then, right yes yeah, very tired yes and the emotions came over and then there was this point 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 and it, um, the last is so the number yeah the The place, and it was like first, and we're like,
4: what? (laughs) It
5: was a big achievement. It was a big day for you guys.
0: Yes, it it was. A memorable moment. In 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 the end, we became second, but it was. This moment was so full of emotions, and it was somewhere, not just here, it was here everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. Here,
1: Here, here, everywhere.
0: Yes, and we felt also the public so much, and um, it just it, it was just incredible. It will stay forever, I think, in in my heart. That is beautiful.
5: I, I wish every dance couple to go through that, to feel that feeling in their heart, in their head, and all the emotions. I, I expect after that moment, your your parents, your coaches, all your supporters were very proud of you. Yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, none of them could be with us because it was so far away. But uh, yeah, my mom was uh, sitting all the time and uh, crossing the fingers she was writing and there was also this time difference. So they woke up uh, earlier to write me a message before. So it was was lovely. It's
5: amazing. All right, Anna and Artur, thank you so much. We will see you later in this marathon. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you guys. See you later. Thank See you. you. Later. All right.
7: I want to introduce now and introduce Earl, Earl and Veronica. They represent Ukraine and most recently, most recently they placed second at the European 10 Championships this year, 2020. Earl and Veronica, welcome.
5: Hello, guys. Hey. Hey, how's hey, it going? Everyone. Doing very well. How's the weather today in Ukraine? Well, actually,
2: actually, <laughs> actually, we're not in Ukraine right now. <laughs> Where are you guys? right
9: now? Right now, when this Corona, normally we're we're traveling back and forth from Denmark and from Ukraine because I'm actually I've been living in Denmark for the last 13 years, and and so uh, yeah, and then when this Corona hit, we were kind of this side of the border, and then we had to kind of choose: do we stay here? Do we go there? Where do we go? Because we're going to get stuck in that area. <laughs>
4: Oh well, in that case,
5: how's the weather in Denmark? (laughs) Cold, (laughs) Cold. very cold
2: today. First time it was
5: Yeah, this morning
9: when we woke up, it was ice everywhere. There was white fog. All
5: right, all right, guys. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about the European Championship that happened just a few months ago. When you realized that you made the final of the European Championships just a few months ago, what was going through your head?
9: Well, uh, I can say at least from my side, I mean, it was it was a huge, huge, huge experience. Also because of the whole situation and because of how the world was and all of the uncertainty. I mean, for us the previous year we had danced our first ever together uh european championship final and also world championship final so of course we were hoping of course to make the final again this year um but then the dates being moved there was so much uh up in the air about whether the competition could even be held um and then finally for it actually to be held and be standing there and then be calling us on the floor for the final it was fantastic It was absolutely amazing, (laughs) it's really, really cool.
2: It's always very nice to dance finals of uh, such big events of different uh, European or world championships because uh, the atmosphere, uh, of course, this tension throughout the entire day and you're getting tired and it's quite tough. But then when finally you get to the final and you have solo dances and you have people cheering for you and you have all this awesome lighting and everything, uh, that's just great. It was really awesome to dance.
9: I mean, for for us, we had uh, a lot of people there that were supporting us because, of course, I have a lot of students here in, in Denmark. We have a lot of students here in Denmark. Sure, and yes. As well, also from Ukraine as well. We had, uh, we had a whole class that came from Ukraine together with Ukrainians. Ah,
2: this was this totally separate. Story a
5: big fan, know? big fan section.
9: Yeah,
2: yeah, all all here. The issue was uh, I have uh, one. I call them family. They are my students and my colleagues, but I call them family. This whole a big family. dance family. Yeah, <laughs> these people—they are following me since two thousand and thirteen. Oh wow! Impressive. Championships.
9: They're a hardcore fan base. Let's yeah. put it that way.
7: They're <laughs> cheerleaders, you know. Cheerleaders, <laughs> yeah. yes.
9: No, we're, we're just missing the like halftime performances and then... That's the right, incomplete. we have to, we have you know, to You
7: guys can choreograph that. During nationals or sure. world championships, yeah. we
9: need
5: to do a nice <laughs> halftime performance. <laughs> oh, yeah. have, like uh, Anna said, bring Beyonce. Oh, yeah.
9: <laughs> Beyonce, <laughs> maybe even I'm thinking a mascot as well.
4: Uh, I don't know. You do that.
9: Of course. course. My, my American side of me has always loved Eagles, so let, let's go with an Eagle mascot as well. The That's Eagle, you really cool. do that, the bald Eagle, yes.
2: but if we speak seriously, then uh these people our students and our colleagues and also including my mom my trainer uh they're usually following us everywhere on our main competitions of the year i mean me before with my previous partner and now also together with earl and it was a huge issue because all the borders during european championship were closed so basically no one could uh get out of ukraine you didn't have the
5: the fans all the support
2: no but this time even it was not allowed they somehow figured out the way they drove for 26 hours they had a special road throughout entire europe just to arrive to our European championship, and here for us, so that is an amazing
5: family. That's commitment.
2: It that, that was hardcore. a commitment, and uh, so we had half a hall was with the Danish flags, and the other half of the hall was with, with Ukrainian flags. So, <laughs> so, honestly, it was a great atmosphere, and uh, even it was tough but it was still not enough of dancing we wanted to dance even more and more
9: it's 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 really quite a strange feeling i think I've, i think anyone who's who's actually competed in the, in a world championship final it's it's you have so much uh, build up to this moment and then you're finally there you're dancing this final a- and it's it's almost surreal it's like you just want it to last longer but the minutes just go away like so fast and then you're standing there and you're like oh my god we did it. <laughs> we were yeah. in the final. It's like, whoa. Yeah, it's it's, it's real.
2: It was good. Wow.
9: <laughs> it was nice. I can, I can, uh, I can very, very highly recommend for anyone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Make the final of the European or World Championship. You will enjoy it. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
5: I, I bet. One day, one day we'll, we'll get there.
2: We'll see. <laughs>
5: now, this question is meant a little bit more for Earl. Mm-hmm. As you were growing up, your childhood, did you ever imagine that one day you would be sharing the floor of a final of a European Championship with your brother and sister? <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny actually because I mean people who,
9: who know of, of me and who know of my family, we're, we're all pretty dance crazed you could say. I mean, I'm one of four siblings and we all dance on a very, very high level. And uh, it was funny because when we were growing up, and we were dancing in, the, actually, at that point, I, I was born in USA, and then I grew up in Australia, and then after Australia, I moved to Denmark. And so when I was dancing my juvenile career and junior career in Australia, I, uh, you know, we were Errol. He was always kind of one category under me, and Amy, she was just tiny at that point. She was just doing her medalist program. Her right, right. And uh, and Errol actually, he was the first one that came up with it in the family. He he came to my mom and dad and he said, you know, mom, dad, I was thinking, and they're like, okay, yeah, what what is it, Errol? And then they said, uh, you know, well, actually, when we're older, I want you know, then we can all just be one, two, three, four in the final. There you go, there (laughs) you go. So so after the world championship, you know, it's fine. Then we can just do like one, two, three, four. And then after the first one's won, then it's no problem. Then then they can they can you know stop, and then the second one can in and then we'll just continue like that. And he was I think he was eight years old or something like this by that point. But it was so funny. And actually, yeah, so, it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> Ever since then, it's just been kind of a a laughing joke inside of our family. You know, could it actually happen?
4: (laughs) And then
9: then now, actually, it's made it a little bit easier now that Errol and Amy are dancing together. So at least it's not three couples, but it's only two couples.
2: So one more person has a chance to be on the podium.
9: <laughs> so um,
7: it's like
9: the uh, ultimate sibling rivalry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which sibling? <laughs> exactly. But I mean, in the end, I mean, we both we train very, very hard, and we're quite lucky, I guess, in this way. The fact that we train on a day-to-day basis, like, yeah, the in on the, on the next we also are winning, and then Denmark. And and in this way, we're we're able to push the level and be able to push together to. Reach new heights and of course, at the same time. brother and sisters again. I mean, you know, my younger sister will always be my younger sister. I mean, so I still get to tease her. And I like family family you know, before everything. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but in this way, I think in my family, when we're professional, we're professional and we're on and we do the job one hundred percent. And then, of course, we just forget it. And as soon as we're outside of the hall, we have. We, had Thanksgiving, Goes back to family,
5: family we had Thanksgiving
9: last night together with all my family. And, you know, it was nice. So, you know, in this way, it's good that we're able to actually still talk shop, you can say, with the dancing. But at the same time, we enjoy it and are our family at the same time.
1: That's true. That's beautiful. So, if you could learn another language, what would it be and what? <laughs> That's a good question.
9: No, tell you know, us, tell since, us. Ever since I was a, a small kid, I had this, uh, really, this like fascination with like Russian or you know Eastern European, Eastern European language. Right. For me, I, it sounded so foreign, and it was so just strange compared to what I grew up with. Because of course, growing up in America, English, Australia. Also English, slightly different, <laughs> but still English, technically. Um, and then, of course, coming to Denmark, it was like a huge eye-opener in terms of, oh my gosh, that can actually be another language as well. But I still had this kind of, this, always this fascination with Russians and, and Eastern European language, you can say in this way, because uh, <laughs> every time, whenever I was growing up, going to, even as a junior competitor, going to Blackpool or going to the World Championships, or you're, you, you hear Russian all the time. Like all the time, it doesn't matter which country they represent. There's some Russian who's a part of the party. <laughs> Конечно. But and and so for me, I always I looked at them and I was really 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 jealous because I wanted to be able to speak this strange language that no one else could understand. <laughs> but then I started to actually understand that. Well, if half the world speaks Russian, then everyone understands them. It's just me, they can't understand <laughs> Right, <it. laughs> that's true. So, uh, and now, of course, since actually partnering up together with uh, Veronica, I've started to have the chance of actually starting to learn Ukrainian. And so I would say the language that I would like to learn the most is actually Ukrainian. because uh, And
2: the reason is because he wants to communicate with my mom.
5: That's <laughs> so <Not too, not laughs> sweet.
4: sweet! Is, is this uh,
5: predicting the future somewhere? <laughs> I
2: don't know. Yeah, I know.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> because my mom, uh, of course, is a judge and she's a trainer, and uh, she understands English, but uh, as most people in French, she is not very, uh, doesn't have the courage to speak English. So in the end, when she has some dancing comments to me or Earl, she says it in uh, Ukrainian or in Russian. And then Earl is just looking at her with the big eyes, and he's like, did she say I was good or I was bad?
10: (laughs) (laughs) I understand. I understand that, yes. Yeah.
9: Yeah. So, uh, and also, I mean, for example, when when we're in uh, Ukraine and I'm training also some of the students there and things that her mom, she has a very big club there. In Ushkarod. and uh, when I'm working together with some, especially the younger kids, they also don't speak English at all. So I need to somehow also communicate with them. Find a way, right, to communicate, mm-hmm. and just you know be a part of the local culture and things like this. You have to understand the language. I mean, when I first came to Oshkosh, I remember I tried to take a taxi. I didn't understand anything, and the taxi driver didn't understand anything. I had to like try to call Veronica and get her to speak to the taxi driver to yes, that, yes. So, say the name of the address where I needed to go. And now, actually, I can I can take a taxi. I can say the numbers. I can communicate even on.
4: A oh, impressive! Congratulations! That's Britain. nice.
9: So I I wouldn't say I can speak the language yet, but it's definitely on my list of to dos, and I definitely want to take more and more time to be able to learn it. So it's a Ukrainian. fantastic country. Ukrainian. Yeah, Ukrainian. <laughs> me,
2: That's amazing. All right,
5: so I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue.
2: No, no. For me, I really would like to start actually speaking Danish, because uh, ah, Danish. Nice. Because I know a few languages, but
9: okay. When when she says a few languages, th- this you have to understand, yeah. So uh, she, okay. she says to me, she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I speak, you know, just a little bit of this and that. And I was like, oh, OK, so what do you speak? And she's like, well, you know, I speak, I speak English and I speak Ukrainian and I speak Russian. And I was like, oh, OK, perfect. Um, oh But I also I speak Slovakian.
2: No, uh, I understand Slovakian. And, and I can also, I also
9: <laughs> speak, I speak German. And I also, you know, I, I can actually speak also Italian as well. And, italiano, parli italiano. And and now and now she basically when she came to Denmark already after it was on our first training camp. It was after one month of one month of dancing dancing together. And I'm like literally I go, I walk up to my sister and Bjorn, my sister Ashley and, and Bjorn, and I say, like, okay, guys, let's just speak a little bit of Danish here and watch. And they're like, What? What do you mean? And I was like, and I was speaking, da da da. And then I turned to Veronica and I was like, Okay, so what were we speaking about? And she said, like word for word, what it was we said. She had never heard Danish in her life and she understood it. I was like, Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so no, but the you issue, yeah, the issue is I can understand when people speak. But again, I don't have enough courage actually to speak <laughs> back in Danish. Right.
4: So. Right. We're standing in
9: the middle of a parking lot in Germany. And she's saying no 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 she we were just having a huge conversation after we were driving back from a training camp we were parked there and we you know we needed to get direction somewhere and I, we had no idea we were a little bit lost and uh, and she's just been telling me how she you know she doesn't speak german she can't speak german everything i was like you speak german she's like no, no no i don't i don't so then we stop all of a sudden somebody knocks on the window Says in German, "Hey, do you want some help?" Blah blah blah. She has a five-minute conversation with them in German. <laughs> oh my gosh!
4: <laughs> no, she, so
9: understands exactly where we need to go, what we need to do,
5: and then I turn to her. I'm like, "You don't speak German." She's like, "No." You don't. Where, like, where did this come from? <laughs> Excuse me. Are we gonna pretend she, like this didn't happen? She's
2: <laughs> no, it's, I can actually. Uh, I figure out about myself. I can do many things under pressure. If I have no other choice, then I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna speak any language I ever heard if I need. But if I have a permission to speak English, then I always <laughs> go from the easier side.
9: But let's yeah. just put it this way, Veronica has an amazing ear for languages.
5: So I think for her, you when know, that we that that, yeah. That's an amazing skill set to have as a human being. That, I applaud you for that. But be
7: you guys just need a schedule, you know? A
5: schedule. You need
7: a schedule to learn, you know, like on Mondays, we'll speak Ukrainian, Tuesdays, we'll speak Danish, you know. If you don't, no, really, in speak, one day, you sure. don't really speak any, you know, <laughs> too bad, you're going to learn. You know? <laughs>
4: for breakfast, we
5: speak German. For lunch, we're going to speak Italian. For dinner, <laughs> you know,
7: Repetition, there you go.
2: Really, you're joking right now, but actually, two years ago, I, I had some little injury so i didn't uh, spend so much time with the dancing like practicing as many hours as i could and actually i made a schedule for myself that there the you go I was reading german book in the afternoon i was reading uh, italian book and in the evening i was taking something in english <laughs> so actually it, it's not a I was doing
4: it.
5: <laughs> wow here I, I will give you a quick italian lessons if there are any other italians on board i'm sorry i'm correct you need to learn Forza Juventus!
10: Okay?
5: <laughs> it's, it's the number one soccer team. Don't let anybody else tell you the difference. Forza Juve. I, okay. I, I, I have I
9: have a feeling that there might be a few people from Napoli and some of the other teams that you
5: know AC Milan, you
8: know things
4: like
5: this might be slightly. That
4: will stop watching Listen, now.
8: If,
5: if uh, Gabriele Goffredo is on, who's also Juventino, who's Forza Juventus, he's gonna back me up. Forza Juventus always. Okay. <laughs> perfect (laughs) all right guys so for our final question i'd like to ask you earl where in the u.s did you grow up
9: well actually i mean uh, for for me you can kind of say i was born in in california in uh, northern california (laughs) in, in silmar uh which is a i guess small city i've never actually been to silmar but i looked it up when i was over there in california and uh you know it's a very small city apparently <laughs> but uh i uh i moved a bit when i was very young uh about 18 months old so of course i didn't really know california at that time i moved to idaho and uh i believe at that point there was maybe around ten thousand people or something like this that was the size of size of the city Um, my my mom she had a a dancing school there and my my father he would had he had a job he was working with there and everything and then uh, and then basically from there then uh, we had a very very brief stunt because my father he got a uh job in provo in utah And so, actually, my mom she ended up and she was like, "Hey, we're uh, I have a dance school here. I'm here with the kids." But my father, he was working five, six days of the week in a complete another city by himself. So she said, "This is ridiculous. Let's just move there, and then you know maybe I can try to find work there." Things like this then we moved there and then my father's company went my bankrupt my
2: Italian teacher just commented oh, on yes. the last year <laughs> my teacher we'd we like again. to give a nice hello to <laughs> cristiana Buonasera. sera
5: <laughs> forza juventus <laughs>
9: <laughs> and uh, and then uh, actually from there then the company that my dad had 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 been working for he was like regional manager or something like this it went uh, bankrupt all of a sudden and so then he stood there without a job. My mom was without a job. We had just moved to another city. We had completely nothing basically had built up a life in that city. And then, uh, and then my mom said, because my mom's Australian, and she said, okay, this is ridiculous. We're here, we're fighting to try to find work, everything like this. Let's try, I've been here in America 20 years. Let's go to Australia for 20 years and try our luck there. And then that's wow, okay. basically how we ended up then moving to Australia. <laughs> And then and then after one nice. one year of absolutely terrorizing our parents about how much we wanted to dance, we completely stopped dancing and we moved to Australia, all of that. After one year, we were like, Come on, we wanna dance, we wanna dance, we wanna dance. Then finally my mom was like, Okay, fine then, I'll dance And then from then on, we've just been dancing our whole life. All of us
5: Oh wow, okay. That is beautiful. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you later Bye, on guys. in this marathon. No problem. Yeah, thank you very much. You. See you soon, guys. Bye,
7: guys. Thank you.
5: All right. Before we introduce to you our next guest, I would like to give a quick shout-out and thank you to Mr. Vladimir Kato, who's online joining us from New York. Mr. Anton Veliaev from Canada. Mr. Ken Richards, who's joining us all the way from Delaware. Ms. Violeta Yanova from Bulgaria. Thank you so
1: much for joining guys. All right, moving on. This couple was a bronze medal finalist at the European Tendance Championship this year. From Denmark, give it up for Errol and Aiden Williamson. Hello guys, hey, guys! Guys, how are you?
11: Hi. We're going all right, thank you. How's the weather today in Denmark?
3: It is Denmark. It bro. is Denmark. It is <laughs> cold. Cold. Way too cold. Uh, I want some of
5: at home. I I prefer 40 Are those the National Denmark Jackets?
9: Yes. Yes. Oh, they look nice.
5: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So let's begin. All right, guys. Where do you see since you two are siblings, which by the way, I find amazing. And that is very impressive. I love, I'm a family man, all about family. So I think it's beautiful you two are (laughs) dancing together. So I ask you, what do you see are the advantages to dancing with your sibling?
11: Yeah,
0: it's
3: a tough
11: I would say um, when it comes to uh, to, to training and uh, with your sibling I think I think yeah I mean I I think there's several things that that are uh, quite positive about it the, the first thing for me is that a lot of these experiences um that we have together that we share together uh you know you're actually able to look back on uh, throughout your life because you know at a later point I think you're also you know uh, we can also laugh about certain experiences that we've had before that we thought were, you know, crazy or something, something that was funny or, you know, oh my gosh, it was so, you know, maybe in the moment it was quite stressful. And then later on you look back and you think, oh, this is such a great uh, experience, actually. And I think these experiences that we can actually share, share this with each other and uh, and also uh, grow together, I think is a, a really positive thing um, uh, from my viewpoint. Because it's not, it's not always, sometimes you dance. With a partner, maybe during your career, and then afterwards, it's not for sure that you end up uh, uh, seeing that person. I mean, you see that person maybe in the dancing world every so often, but I think uh, I think it's in a in a in a different sense. Yeah.
3: No, and, that's uh, beautiful. Yeah, and yeah, Amy, yeah. And your
11: thoughts? Yeah, so I, I, I was I was going to say uh, another thing. I think also that when it is that uh, if it is you have any types of um, uh, discussions or you know uh if, if there's if there's something uh, with the communication i think also that when it's with the sibling i think it's actually i think we get over it within five minutes i don't think we actually stay angry at each other for very long i think we're pretty good friends i i don't i don't see there being you know huge issues for long periods of times i think there's if there's a spat there's a spat and afterwards we're you know yeah
3: maybe a couple hours then afterwards yeah, then you or kind or of settle. Yeah. <laughs>
11: No, but, I, I would also um, say, yeah,
3: it's uh, it's amazing the fact that we know each other so well. We know each other like uh, the in the goods and the bads, and we yeah. know exactly which buttons to press. We know exactly what buttons not to press in practice. Sure, of course, that, that
5: button is the more important one,
3: okay? <laughs> no, yeah. it is. true. <laughs> um, so I would also say that it's uh, it's extremely amazing to be able to dance and to, to be able to, yeah, like, yeah, like you said, it, yeah. to yeah, so be to able experience to these experience these things. things, yeah. yeah 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 exactly i think it's so awesome that you guys you. are siblings exactly. and that you guys
7: are doing this i know if i were dancing with my sibling we would not be european dance finalists to say the <laughs> least so All i right. think it's so awesome that you guys can do that together right.
11: cool. now earlier we I, I heard have that to, I, have to, I have to also say that that uh, we also started dance together once we were adults so it's I, yeah. I, I I do yeah. I do also feel there's a difference. There's a sense of maturity, uh, a little more yes. maturity. That's, that's yes, very. <laughs> and, and and I feel like we're able to um, to actually do it in a in a professional sense when we're practicing or when we're uh, competing yeah. and, and these types of things. And uh, a little bit like what what Earl said, I think we're actually we're getting better better at at dividing the things so that when we're on the floor, we're on the floor, and when we're off the floor, again there's. Right, we're back, right. To, we're back to being brother and sister again, and yeah, and I can and I, would, and I can yeah. tease her all I want. <laughs>
4: there
7: you
3: go, that's how you do it.
11: There you go, there you go. <laughs> now earlier,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm sorry.
3: No, I w- I would have just said that uh, actually it's quite funny because uh, like he's saying, I think the maturity actually had a lot to do with it because if you'd known us, for example, when we were younger, like I don't know, ten years old, twelve years old, whatever around that, we were. We would be here three hours to, to hear all the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Not be around us. So, uh, yeah. So I think it, it had a lot to do with actually when we started the partnership and how mature we'd have gotten yes. and And yeah, the fact that we have actually able to also mature uh, together throughout this uh, career. I think that that's, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing.
5: Now, previously, your brother mentioned that he was born in the U.S. Were you two yes. also born in the U.S.? <laughs> oh, it's
11: yeah, a very you interesting want the story. So, story, no, but, yeah. but no, but I, I, I think, like he said, he explained a bit at the beginning what happens, and we were traveling around, uh, not traveling, but let's say uh, we were uh, during, during, di- yeah, exactly yeah. during our our childhood, we were growing up in uh, different cities, and uh, and I was born in in Idaho, um, in uh, uh, Burley, Idaho, uh, small, uh, yeah, small town there, and that was at the time that our mom had the dancing school. And then, um, and then after that, I think he said that we moved to Provo and then from there we moved to Perth in Western Australia. And Which is so, where I was born. And that's where, <laughs> where Amy was born.
3: So, so, uh, so, yeah, so, so I'm Australian, they're American, you know.
11: Yeah, so, 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 it. <laughs> so it's a bit uh, mixed backgrounds.
3: Yeah.
5: But, so what I noticed was, so only one of you has the chance to become the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: only one. <laughs> Yeah, I also wanted to mention all all three of you have different accents.
5: Right. Oh.
1: (laughs) Earl has the American accent, Amy has Australian, I think. Yeah. And then you have Danish.
7: I was a little surprised. It's a a worldwide family. Yeah. I
5: I brought Earl on and I hear American and I'm like, whoa, okay. I like it. All right guys, so. Let's moving on to a topic in the segment of training. Okay. Let's talk two segments, physical and mentally. How do you two, let's take, for instance, the European. How did you guys physically prepare? And how did you guys mentally prepare?
11: I, I think if we take the first one in terms of the physical training, um, I think that, uh, I can't remember what it was. I think in 2019, they did uh, a study inside dance board to just find out about uh, what percentage of athletes actually were uh, were doing physical training uh, on top of their normal uh, dancing training and they found I think it was uh, 10 or 15% actually of the total amount of athletes inside dance sport are doing this and of course if you take into consideration age, uh, ages and stuff like this I, I, I think there's there you, you need to take this into consideration but I think as a general thing within dance sport I think we um, we should prioritize you know in, in inside uh, we talk about Team Denmark, yeah. Inside, 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 uh, uh, Team Denmark, um, they have uh, a certain uh, sports model that they call the Danish model, and this is and this model they try to go after in the different, even though it's uh, different sports, they try to uh, uh, to go after this as an organization. And this uh, Danish model is about actually working on what they call the whole athlete, uh, and that means that it doesn't just consist of, uh, for example, physical training, but it also consists of mental training. It consists of uh, of course, technical yes. training it's you know all, all the different areas and and even and not not just inside the dancing but also even out of the dancing also trying to improve in other areas of life so you don't become only a top dancer but in the end you actually become a very balanced uh, uh, person and um, so I think this is important
7: you to so good at-
11: I, up, up, up towards the Europeans we also tried to I mean, uh, firstly, as a general thing, I think it's important to prioritize the physical training to become a, a very uh, well-rounded athlete. But at the same time, I think, especially because of the 10-dance, I think it's more important yeah. to to prioritize the physical training than maybe it would have been to be this, have to of wow. discipline.
3: People also say that, or the, most people say that it's like running a half-a-marathon, you know, doing a 10-dance yeah. world championship or a European championship. It's the same, like... You have around eight rounds that you have to do, and it's two-minute dances. It's it's insanely physically hard. And tough, of course, yes, It's yes. demanding it's for the body. It's so important that you prioritize yeah. that because it's that tough that you have to be prepared for that. Yeah. You know.
11: Yeah, and uh, yeah, and and yeah. this and this is my feeling. And my feeling is that inside dance board I think we need to prioritize more the different areas than than just the technical side of it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I was going to say, in terms of, in terms of the, the mental, I would say also that this is uh, relatively uh, important. I think also, I think both in terms of us, what we are both good at and also what we can improve on is, is terms of the of the communication between the couple. And I think also when I look at um, uh, both our future, but also at other couples, I think that this also needs to be an area that that can help the couple improve a lot faster. If it is that you work on the communication, you actually take uh, lessons with psychologists, sports psychologists, talking about how do we speak together, how do we uh, manage a practice, how do you run a practice, how do you build up these different things, what type of build-up should you have. Um, I I, I think it helps a lot and it can help a lot with the improvement uh, of the couple. And it's definitely something that I feel that we're um, getting better and better at uh, with time.
3: Yeah, I would also just add, uh, I think that, like you're saying, we're two different people and all of us were two different people and yes, we're yes trying to of course go towards the same goal but it's not always that personalities and stuff like this are 100 percent the same so also the way that you speak to each other it could be that the one uh, uh, thinks that they're speaking very harshly to the other one but actually it's just the the way that they're speaking and communicating to the yes. person so the scale tones language. of the human exactly. yes exactly so i think that that's very important very important right. Yeah. yeah
5: all right. Awesome guys. Well, I'd like to thank you so much for your insights thank and your you. perspective. I thank think it so was much. amazing. We will see <laughs> you later gosh. in this marathon. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. I would like to personally introduce this next couple. I have known this couple many years. They inspire me every day. I had the pleasure of staying with them during the German Open we trained together. Ladies and gentlemen, representing the country of Bulgaria. We have Kostadin and Roberta. Hello. Hello How guys. You? How are you today? Fine. It's okay. Perfect. Well, how's the weather? How's the weather today in Bulgaria?
4: In Bulgaria? Bulgaria,
12: is Bulgaria. In, really in Bulgaria it's really good today. Uh, it's not so cold. But I think in Sicily it's better.
8: No, no, in Sicily yeah. it's really but, no, no, no. But it's rain all the day since uh, uh, This morning, since now always.
5: It's because nah, I'm not so there. For, so, for those of you unfamiliar, Roberta is a Sicilian, and Koki, excuse me, Costadin is Bulgarian. So,
8: uh,
5: yes. you guys, uh, uh, Roberta, are you in Sicily, and uh, Koki is in uh, Bulgaria? Yes, yeah, yes, yes, we are Oh, has this been during the entire quarantine?
12: No, 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 no. I was here just uh, this uh, week to have some uh, work to do in Bulgaria and then I come to Sicily.
5: Okay. All right, let's begin. I love, I would love to hear perspective on this first question. What do your coaches mean to you?
12: Well, okay. if you want, Roberta, uh, start you. You're the lady. <laughs> that, my way, ladies first. Yes,
8: okay, so oh. okay. everybody know uh, who are our coaching, Salvo and Violeta. I can say get their name, no. Okay, I do it. So, <laughs> and I know them since 2007. They was, uh, they were my first teacher. So, so they um, teach me all from the baby to be a good person. All, all, all of what I am today is uh, thankful for uh, with them. And um, today, I have to say that work with Salvo is really, really difficult, guys. So if you meet in it's really, 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 really a workout, okay? <laughs> yes. It's better than Salvo, I can say this, <laughs> because she is a woman. Also, she always... Uh, catch my hair, treat them my hair, but um, it's okay. And it's normal that with them we have uh, negative or positive things. Like a family, we have some problems. We don't have problems, but it's uh, a reason when uh, you feel protected, supported about someone. Okay, and it's our case. Um, I will be always thankful with them because uh, they teach me a lot and all them know- knowledge and this uh, um, and without them uh, probably i wouldn't be the person who i am today yeah
5: that is understandable a lot of dancers tend to have a father feeling or a mother feeling to their coaches would this be would it be able to describe it
8: yeah yeah yes yeah, of course of course and he uh, always have uh, a place in my heart and uh, they are really, really important to me,
5: yes. That is beautiful. Cocky, if we could, Kostalin, uh, if we could have your perspective on it.
12: You can call me cocky. I've, I've no, no sure no, I, I keep saying Koki, Koki,
5: Koki, it's Kostalin. Yeah.
12: <laughs> well, for me it's really important um, the coach, you know, because you spend more uh, time with them than uh, with your family. So, I'm really happy that last six years we, uh, I, I, um, I'm with Salvo and Violeta because, you know, uh, Violeta brings me the best of me. And, uh, she's like, the best uh, of everyone.
5: She's Violeta Janova.
12: Yeah, she's Violeta Yaneva, you know. And, uh, it's, uh, really cool. I'm, I can go to her for, um, for her advice, uh, in every situation even if it's a uh, dancing order in the real life. So I really like this. And for Salvo, he's, you know, I learned from him so many crazy routines, so many crazy <laughs> stuff that only... Alla Salvatore Todaro! Yeah, only he can do this. And uh, this is really cool. And uh, in, per- in personal life, uh, I think he's the best man who can dress really good. So I really look to him how when I, I need to dress myself i look to savo pictures and stuff. of course <laughs> it's don todoro it's don todoro it's, it's, it's like uh, and yeah, uh, for me they are really important so uh, i wish to every dancer to find uh, his own coach you know because uh, you can have um, with a lot of teacher lessons but um, one is your main coach so it's really important to find the perfect match
8: yeah, I was lucky because I met them the first time. In the yeah. First. yeah, yeah, I was lucky because when I was seven years old, I had my dance school two meters from my house. So it was really, really lucky girl, I can but say.
12: I need to go with the plan to have lessons with them, but it's okay.
5: <laughs> Beautiful, now for our final question. This is a very philosophical question. I would like to ask you, you guys are true. I can see, from my perspective, as your friend, you guys are very committed, very loyal, and very dedicated to the sport. And as our fans, your fans watching, so I ask you, what do you feel is the biggest sacrifice you have made for your dance career?
12: Okay, Robby go. Oh, as always.
8: Okay, I think that um, when you love what you do, you don't do sacrifices. It's normal that when you act major. It's difficult because you see your friends go outside. You see uh, that you time with your friend how you want, so you need like a teenager. But when you love from uh, what you do, you can uh, you can go everywhere because you know that uh, them be always with you. Okay, and I think that the biggest sacrifice my parent my parents be the biggest sacrifice, not me because uh, they uh, because
5: they they support you in everywhere financially they're always there if you traveling that that's that's so
8: good. Uh, so i love what i do and uh, yes it's a sacrifice when i don't go out with my friend or when i don't do the 5 am in the morning because the next day i have to practice but it's okay i have it's because of the, of the
5: love of the love that you have so much for this sport right
8: you have to respect all the rules, nothing goes down uh, in the sky.
12: So, well, I actually agree with Roberta for for us. I think we don't do the sacrifice because uh, we do what we love. I think more of the sacrifices from our parents and uh, even our teachers. Because uh, uh, I'm really thankful that Violeta and Salvo they never. Put a clock and you go 45 minutes and then you stop. They give from their time to us and, uh, and our. For for my personal uh, um, my personal experience, my parents moved from Bulgaria to Germany to work to support my dancing. So yeah, I think we're uh, we're just doing what we love. So yeah.
5: Amazing, awesome. That that is. I, I love those answers, guys. All right, guys, so we say goodbye for now, but we will see you guys very soon in this marathon, all right? Okay. Okay. All righty, guys. Now, in this part of this marathon, we will begin a group discussion. We will ask one question, and we will see how each of the couples respond. Um, So back to our floor. Our first couple from Germany, we have Artur and Anna. Um, Second couple from Ukraine, we have... Earl and Veronica, third couple from Denmark. We have Earl and Amy, and our fourth couple, we have Costalin and Roberta. Long time no see, guys. Long time.
4: A big group
7: here.
5: All right, guys, I have one question for all of you, OK? And I would love to know. Who inspires you? We'll go in this order, OK? We'll go Artur and Anna, Earl and Veronica, Roberta and Koki, and then Earl and Amy okay guys who inspires you now while we answer this question i ask that each of us uh, will be on mute except for the person that doesn't talk Uh, example like on zoom okay all right anna and Artur. i'm inspired by uh, earl because i would like to speak english the same way (laughs) (laughs) beautiful answer (laughs) Uh,
0: um guys i'm getting inspired to be honest from Uh, from our teachers and coaches so because i love them so much and uh, i i really you know like i am praying every day on their pictures and their dancing videos so um i i i I love them a lot and i appreciate it so much what they are doing uh how they dance or danced and um, the way they communicate the way they and uh, their dedication to the dancing world so this inspires me a lot but also I love to watch for example beyonce or Shakira some shows you know what the uh, big big uh, singers or uh, I don't know stars are doing and how much energy they are giving to to what they are doing and what they are loving so, it it makes it. I I get always goosebumps. Or I love also documentaries. You know, um, to watch sure, the, yes. the way of some sportsmen or some uh, s- superstars in which kind of area? Yes, yeah, sport or actress, whatever. So I, I I love to see the life of other people. You know, and their way to how how they how they live. live. Yes. Yes. Exactly.
5: Now, before we move on, we have a question from our follower here in Alabama. Ms. Becky Hamrick would like to uh, says, I would love to hear from Artur and Anna about physical and mental training.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, to, to be honest, we uh, as we had the first lockdown, yeah, we couldn't practice at all. So all the halls were closed. Uh, but still we had in mind that we have our German close championship, which was very important to us this year. And uh, to be honest, when people are asking us how you prepared for this championship, we mostly answered with our mental coach. Because all seven months we prepared, like, I don't know, sometimes weekly, sometimes once in two weeks. But we prepared a lot with our mental coach. And, sure. Um, yes. Th- this was very, very important aspect for us. Let's say in this period of time and in this period of our dancing career. But of course, as um, Errol said, also this is a balance. You know, we need to cover a lot of uh, aspects. It's, it's not just also physical or mental preparation. Of course, we dance a lot we we go for uh, physical preparation to to the gym or to run outside but it's also a lot what is coming from here yeah and uh, actually we would say even now we would say that more is coming from the head than actually from the body but it's always like
6: that it's like 80 percent mental and 20 percent uh, physical a lot of people are still not believing it but it's it, it is like that for sure and that's what helped us uh, a lot
3: yes. uh,
6: for the German closed,
5: that we made it so much mentally. That is, I agree 100%. Now, let's go to Mr. Errol and Virat. I ask all my champion panelists if we could please keep it slightly short, as the surprises I have for each of you, I think you will enjoy. I'd love, so let's keep it slightly short, but tell me, guys, who inspires you?
9: Uh, for me, I would say I'm very much. Um, it depends on which area, but I would say in in terms of with performing, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr. Yes. all of those crew <laughs> like this for me. I I love, uh, and this is something that I try to emulate when I'm on the floor and I use, and I just am in that. How do you say frame of mind in that performance mode? Um, in terms of life, I really really like Tony Robbins. Um, robert kiyosaki all different people who in their own way in their own regards are some of the most uh, yeah i guess inspiring people um so when you feel really in the morning and you want to actually get up out of bed you think back to some of these people and you're like okay let's get up let's get
2: going (laughs) yeah uh for me also uh depends on which area of life you say but uh, if we're speaking about the performance, I really love to watch and uh, I have a goosebumps even thinking about uh, people like uh, Freddie Mercury, like Michael Jackson, people who are, who were holding Left a mark, who left a mark in
5: our history, who left a legacy. Yeah.
2: yeah, and also who uh, the energy that they could keep of thousands of uh, spectators and they could give these emotions and they could give this energy so if we speak about a big performance then of course it's this type of people uh, if we speak about dancers then of course my teachers because uh one way the way i choose my teachers and the way i uh, i believe uh where we have to go is uh if i respect and if the person inspires me by dancing or maybe by explaining or by giving the feeling about the dance. That's the people I love to follow. That's the people I always try to keep up with and uh, we're always trying <laughs> to take lessons. That's why I easy can say that all my teachers, that's who inspire me. And uh, I think they fell down. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur, I think you fell down. <laughs>
4: yes. Hello. Hello.
9: One thing I think Arthur. You inspire me. I would love to be able to speak both German and Russian.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And English. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, of course, if we're speaking about life, uh, as Earl said, uh, these people like Tony Robbins, the uh, motivational uh, speakers, these people uh, who we try to listen or read or just trying to keep it in our ear. And uh, also I have one little secret I will not really share it out loud, but I have one little book that each time when I have no power, when I have no motivation and I feel really low, there is a small little book, uh, it's maybe 200 pages, and I always get back to this book, and maybe for the other people (laughs) it's not helpful. But for me, it's book number one that I start reading it again and again already for the last six you years. You
9: cannot say what the book is now. Right, well, wait, what
5: is the book? What is the book? Do I need this to be successful? What is the book?
2: Go on my Instagram and I will post about this book. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, so there is one little book, honestly. Uh, it's, uh, it's a very simple book. It's just about the early morning wake-ups and time management. And each time when I feel like, yeah, I don't really have time for anything. I don't really have time to do this or to do that. I don't really have motivation. Each time I'm taking this book, doesn't matter where, from which page I start to read it. And I get this reminder like, Nika, that's your idea was there. You have to go there. You have to get this inspiration and just get yourself out of the bed, 6 a.m., you're out, you're doing things yeah. that will... Yes, yeah, like,
9: discipline. I'm, I'm, I'm that. She's at that at the moment well. 12am, she's gone. And I'm like, see you. <laughs> <Bye-bye>.
2: <laughs> yeah, he hates me a little bit about that because... Uh, each morning I'm making a little bit of noise oh, when I'm waking up, a like crawling through everything.
5: Making <laughs> breakfast and, what is she doing? <laughs> no,
2: breakfast actually, breakfast no, no, no. a have. She waits for later. me to
5: make that, yeah. so that's fine. Wow. <laughs> ah, okay,
2: okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
5: All right, moving on to Mr. Errol and Amy. What inspires you two?
11: Huh?
3: Okay. Uh, no, I I would actually say what inspires me uh, to make it kind of a little bit short. Um, I I feel like I get a lot of inspiration from a lot of different couples, uh, top couples within the dance sport. Um, I would say that my biggest inspiration would for sure be my bigger sister, yeah. because uh, she's for sure the person that has kind of led the way for me and kind of shown me that it's possible she's to be a champion and it's possible to you know to do everything she's a role model for me and uh, a big one of that uh, i would say yeah i would say that what about you Ro? yeah i uh,
11: i would say uh, <laughs> I, I i will i will uh, instead of answering the question in terms of the dancing I'll, I'll answer in terms of uh people outside the dancing instead and people outside the dancing i would say i really um let's say yeah i look up to i get inspired by uh hearing uh, different stories from uh different people that have overcome huge obstacles and in the end still achieved uh incredible results uh like uh, michael phelps or like uh, kobe bryant who was actually one of my favorite uh uh, basketball players you know and it was so sad what happened uh, uh with him and his daughter and and um but yeah, uh, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan—it's uh, another one. Uh, Elon Musk, all these people. I think El- El- reading about Elon Musk's uh, childhood and how he was bullied and stuff like this—and yeah, you can a really move someone emotionally
1: to
5: perform better. Yeah, yes.
11: exactly. And I think these types of stories here and these types of stories uh, really incredible uh, for me, and uh, it really puts things into perspective because I really don't have. Uh, uh anything to to complain about in comparison with some of these people. So <laughs> <laughs> that's I, I applaud you. I love
5: I love that mindset. It is beautiful. Thank you. All right. And uh, Mr. uh and Roberta, what inspires you two?
8: Mm, okay, this time go to start.
12: <laughs> What? COVID, you start. Okay, thank you. Well, for me, it depends on the day, but uh, usually I am get inspired by Roberta and uh, from her positivity every morning. I, I really need to sleep and she's so active and she's so funny. She's small Beyonce every day. So it's really inspiring to dance with her. And um, My family, too, I get inspired by my family from everything that they did from uh, going from Bulgaria to Germany. And uh, yeah, and a lot of sportsmen, but uh, uh, most of all from Roberto. I didn't expect. I didn't expect. uh,
8: No, no, I take my inspiration for sure. If you know me from beyond, like uh, Anna said before. And because she is so a power girl and uh, with her energy and uh, with, uh, and she's always try to be unique, okay. And um, because for me, uh, it's very important when you walk on the floor, you have your own personality, okay. So I always out from the bathroom, okay, because uh, if I take expression for me, for my idea to another dancer. I think that I start to copy, okay? So I take expression from outside. So Beyonce is my or
5: for me. Queen Bay.
8: Yeah. there
5: you go. Yeah. All right guys, now it's time for something. I'd like to answer this question myself, but I'll answer it in a different way. My surprise to you guys are my inspirations, okay? I have guests Surprise! Uh, excuse me. Surprise guests for you guys, who are my top, top inspirational guys. The stories, and the years of I, I've known each of them. Well, at, from the camera, some of them in person, some, but just since I was a little boy. Okay, guys, just give you a little bit of introduction. So, while I talk to these guests, if you guys think of any questions. Let Let me know, okay? For now, I will say bye-bye to you guys, and then we will see you guys later in the marathon, all right? Ciao, ciao.
4: Ciao. Okay.
5: All right, guys. Our first surprise guest is a man of many, multiple (laughs) talents. He is professional division 10 dance world champion, his partner was previously on Scalora Danceport. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about Anton Beliaev.
4: Ooh, ooh,
5: ooh, ooh, How are you, Anton? It's
4: been a while. Long time no
5: see, buddy. You guys look good. But <laughs> You look even better you're you're over here with this hair. You look good, bro. I look like a lion. Look at, look at him. This. Look at this. Covers my ears. A big, strong, dominant lion. Look at you.
13: Look, Where, to you. Today? Where
5: are you? Are you in here? You're in Canada, yeah. yes? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. the feather tattoo. I remember when we used to have lessons when I was a kid, the feather tattoo. I'm yeah. 18 now, so. It, like
7: grew, you know, like every time there would
8: be new feathers. grow. <laughs> <The laughs> exactly. you know the of the go after each goes. lesson with one of us, <laughs> yeah. feather,
5: feather, so feather. feather. Like,
7: how many are you here today?
8: <laughs> you know I got I'm sorry, I got
13: your name tattooed here. You know that, right? Uh, what is it? I got your name tattooed.
5: Bravo! Okay, good, good. Yeah. Alessandro Lerig, yes? Scalora <laughs> Yes! <laughs> uh, we'll have to put it on our social media. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's get into it. So, Anton, as a world champion, as a perspective from a world huh? champion, looking at... Before, uh, before we start, very important news. Yes, tell us the big news.
13: Exclusive to Scalora Danceport. Davai. I was positive with COVID. I got tested positive with
4: COVID. No. Oh. <laughs> OK. Yeah. I'm actually quarantining right now. <laughs> this is in the past, like, five
5: days. Yeah. Ma. I mean.
7: So don't visit you for a while. <laughs> so
5: I guess we'll be seeing a lot of Zoom, Lots of Zoom,
13: Zoom
7: classes meetings. from you.
13: <laughs> not that it's not that Anton has COVID. It's COVID
5: has Anton.
4: Oh, there, you you there, you there you go. That's how you look at it. There you go. Wow. <laughs> I
5: that needs to be on a quote on a shirt. Anton Beliaev. Hashtag probably,
13: Anton. That's more quotes. you know. Yes. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All righty. Let's get into it. Anton, Bye-bye. As a world championship, your perspective as a world championship, looking at the style and the way things are today, what do you feel
1: is the biggest change?
13: Okay, it's a very good question. Very good question because I haven't seen any dancing for like one year already.
4: <laughs> <laughs> With the
13: but if we go back, like right up before that, you are know, funny enough. If you look in Russia, uh, the competitions are going strong, right? Like I've, from what I saw online, yeah. bam,
8: bam, 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 bam. Uh,
13: in US also, they still hold some of the uh, like pro-am competitions and stuff. I saw a few competitions with masks. Did you guys there see There are that?
5: a few, yes, with the uh, NDCA style. They're hosting uh, some competitions, yes. Right, with masks and stuff. I saw that. Yes, was, yes,
13: they yes. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to do that. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> uh, you must. <laughs> If we look back uh, over the past, I would say maybe two, three years, one of the few things that has really kind of really stood out for me that's more than before. I mean, these things you notice once in a while, but um, what's really stood out is the fact that the younger generation, really the kids, the you know, kids, the future, and yes. you know, under 12 years old, for example, they're developing very uh, mature. Uh, Advanced, uh, very developed movements, and there's something that uh, I was not exposed to when I was growing up. For example, uh, you know, kid dancers are actually treated as kid dancers. Uh, you know, kids have to be very, very strong, very fast, uh, very, very, little, big, very, robotic, very very precise, very robotic. You know, bam, 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 bam. Uh, but now you actually look at the younger generation, like ten years old kids. You know, eleven they're like little, you know, gentlemen and, and ladies, it, it's, it's really nice, it's really nice to walk. And, sure. But some of them, they take it a step further, you know, some of them develop it to the emotional level as well. Um, like I think uh, somebody was, one of the uh, one of the guys who you was, were interviewing were saying before, to connect emotionally, yeah, being actually having an emotional experience Uh, you know, in order to connect your your movement to is one thing. But when we talk about kids, you know, 11 years old, you know, how much hardship can they have? We don't really know exactly, but when they dance sometimes, it looks like, you know, they're really into it. You know, they're in love, they're very serious, you know, they're going through hard times. (laughs) Maybe not, I don't know. But that's what I'm seeing nowadays in in, in ball and dancing, and I think with also with access to social media and the internet and everything like that, um, you see a lot of kids like practicing, training, and all that kind of stuff. And it's it kind of it opens up uh, your your field of view to you sure, know sure, to how 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 the Russians are doing it. You know that's like the, right, of how right. the Russians doing it. <laughs> Because there is a good thing, it's like it doesn't matter how much you train. There's always a, a an there's always a nine year old in Russia that's way better than you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's very valid lately.
5: <laughs> no kidding. All right, so let's talk a little bit of a history. Let's talk about a precise moment, which I think many of us know what we're talking about. Is the pasta the doble? Pasta doble. No, Not the pasta doble. The, the pasta, pasta doble. Dallas, mm. could you? We have her perspective. But
4: what about your perspective on oh, the pasta doble? No,
13: this, is going, this moment is going to go down in history as like the Pasadobli moment. Yes. Um, I don't remember the year exactly, but I remember this was one of those years where it was still common that the guys were wearing colored suits.
4: Remember yes, those? Yes.
13: Yeah. So I had a, it was a Canadian championship. It was held in Calgary, Alberta. I was wearing a white suit. Now we talk about full white. like
5: Even the shoes?
13: like your underwear has to be white, because it shows, like, it you know, it's like it's the whole thing white, right? Like I had to extra brush my teeth just to make sure they're extra white too. Like extra white, yeah. extra
5: white,
13: right? White out, white out. Ah, yes, yes,
5: yes, yes, you gotta
13: look the part. Yes. <laughs> it was the final, it was the final, so This the last round of the competition, and it, we're talking about the times, I don't remember the year exactly, but this was before the split, um, of um idsf and wfc and it's uh, back yes, then it was, like, WSF was actually called idsf so we're talk, we're talking about like ancient years um <laughs> good old days <laughs> how old am i <laughs> i
4: was going to say how many years is that <laughs>
13: uh, it was the final canadian championship so um we were already canadian champions i believe for two or I think one or two or three times before that so it was already not that we were defending defending champions of the title. We get to the final, there's a move in Paso, in our Paso routine, our our routine starts out like this pretty much, when when everybody's running, when everybody's going really hard in the beginning, you know, sure, sure. We, we actually stand, we actually stand still, we don't do anything for like 16 counts, I literally don't have a single step for 16 counts, and, okay. uh, and uh, that's literally that, that's the contrast but then after 16 counts I go hard uh, and there's this one move where antenna she has to bend back and then I kind of slice my hand over her like that type of thing and we're standing dead right in the center we're standing right in the middle like you know the disco okay. ball you know, like we're right under the disco ball like right there and in the final, when she bent back, there was a couple coming right at her. So she's bending back. She can see them kind of like, everything looks upside down. So she see them just charging at her. So she just instinctively gets up. And I mean, I'm in my zone, right? I got the whole, you know, the matador, you know. And aggressive, yes, dominant. I just whack her right in the head, like right in the forehead. And it's like, since then everything's like slow-mo, you know, and she just goes down she's knocked out she's out like we talked about she's out cold
7: <laughs> what do you even do at that point you know it's that
13: emoji with the, you know that emoji with the. Uh, you know Put the yeah. okay that was for like a, a second so i'm like i'm standing over her and you know you know it's, it's the moment right before the bridge in the music um after the first four eights There is the part of the music that goes like... You know that part. So she wakes up at that moment. And she's just looking at me. You can see in her eyes that she has no idea where she is, who I am, what she's doing there. You can see it's like oblivious, completely oblivious. She gets up. Something gets back into her. And she just charges like, I can't swear, right? I mean, I'm going to keep it really, really like... For our younger viewers. Uh, he goes nuts. I, I'm gonna be like like Gary V, you know? F bomb, F F So after this, she gets up and she goes like crazy nuts. Like energy level 200. We're talking about like steroids. Um, and then at the end, when the dance was over, um, I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. Like we're standing waiting for the next dance. I'm like, sorry. She's like, What are you playing for? I'm like I knocked you out. She's like, "Oh, you did that she <laughs> thought. She thought that is the other couple who knocked her out, so she was so mad that, and she was so like really energetically charged, like good. It's a good thing it happened in Paso, not in Rumba. The adrenaline, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. And at the end, turn out pastor we got a clean first. We got it was a clean dance to win.
4: <laughs> so, <laughs>
13: Yeah, I can't hear these guys. Can't hear you guys for some reason. Nada. Oh,
5: thank
13: you I so much, was,
7: Anton.
13: I was
5: on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Anton, thank you so much for I'm stopping us. Like, COVID is to my ears. I haven't lost my taste
13: or smell, but I lost my hearing. Okay. <laughs>
5: okay. <laughs> All right, Anton, thank I'm you nice. so much.
4: Yeah. All, right. All right, guys. Let me fix this. There we go. All
5: uh, right. All right. So this next guest is one of my top inspirations. It seems as
4: if, <laughs>
5: ladies and gentlemen, while we take two seconds to wait for our surprise guest, I'd like to thank each and all of the champions for <laughs> for showing and coming today yeah, I, I feel like I've had I've learned so much from each one of you guys but in the meantime as we wait I think we will bring back our Bulgarian friend Anton and ask him one more question
4: all right Anton look at his face
5: hello Anton welcome back
4: long time no
5: see,
13: it's buddy. Good to see you guys you've changed so much
5: <laughs> all right Anton I have one question for you what Shoot. inspired you to become YouTube channelist. Recently, we've seen on your Facebook that you've been posting YouTube videos and many videos that have to do with financial problems and money things. Where did this come
13: from? (laughs) From my financial problem. (laughs) 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 No, but uh, uh, I've always been a huge fan of uh, cinematography uh, ever since I was in high school. I was taking these film courses and stuff and I was actually, hold on, let me see if I have. Look right have In the meantime, wow, what is this? This is uh this is a movie I made. A dundee, a I made, dundee from the office in high school and I actually won a, a contest for this. Uh so this was okay. my uh my first trophy collection before all the born trophies started coming in. Um Nice. Yeah, yeah. And then so because of the pandemic uh, I started doing videos from a student and that brought back kind of those, you know, editing skills and, and all that kind of stuff. I was like, hey, why stop doing this? I'm enjoying it so much, actually. Why not, why not just take it up and off and then uh, start a YouTube channel, you know, doing something like that. And then I was always interested over the past, actually, several years in, into, I've been a lot in finance and, and figuring out ways how to, how to make different passive uh, incomes and all that kind of stuff. So I decided to share my journey. Uh, with the rest of the world and hopefully with the rest of the dancing world too.
5: Sure, of course. That, that makes sense. That's, that's very nice. We hope to see uh, new videos soon, soon, very soon.
13: <laughs> as soon as I get out of this place, as soon as my quarantine is up.
5: <laughs> All right, Anton, now, this, hopefully, this, this is the last time we say goodbye to you and a big thank you. <laughs> All right, I guess. Goodbye. Right, <laughs> All right. Before we move on to our next guest, looks like our audience member, Salvo has a question for you, Alex. Uh, Salvo would like to ask Alex, where did he buy that nightgown?
1: <laughs> you all look great. Where did you oh, buy this one? Day? This is a good question. I think I bought it from Ross.
13: So oh, next okay. time you're in the
1: US, I'll take you.
13: <laughs> yeah, well, I like this. This
1: Ross. is like my special sweater, I guess. It looks good.
5: Salvo, if you want one, we can mail you one. <laughs>
1: righty now, ladies and gentlemen, our
5: following guest is very inspirational to me. He's very inspirational to many dancers, he holds many motivation. He's multiple times world champion. Ladies and gentlemen, here we have Mr. Vladimir
14: Kapov. Oh my god, excuse me! <laughs> <laughs> Have my day nap, guys.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Too early for that.
14: How are you today? Uh, survive. Beautiful.
5: Surviving. Surviving. Yeah. How's the weather? Are you in
14: New York or New Jersey? Now? In New York. In New York. Weather is actually quite nice right now. So, it, okay. In the morning it was sunshine, but right now, me, only one sunshine <laughs> is here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Now, as many of you know, uh, the, Mr. Vladimir Kapov needs no titles. He's multiple times world champion. And one now, time, one time. time. One time. One ah, time. One time. One time world champion. Excuse me. Excuse me. One time world champion. <laughs> but as many of you know, he has many students, many amazing students. So with these students, obviously, you give them very nice advice. So I ask you, Vova, what is the most fundamental piece of advice that you give to your students?
14: Uh, you know, guys, even like yesterday, uh, yesterday I talked with my guys because I have it, uh, it was rounds and the group lesson. And uh, usually I have different advice, but yesterday we talk about beautiful coronavirus.
4: Oh, okay, <laughs> a- 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 where's a- a- a-
14: a- <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yeah, and basically
14: I talk with them. Don't spend the time. Don't spend the time and uh, trying to take wherever you can, like right now, not tomorrow, not after tomorrow, just now. If you have a chance to take something, do something, do it now, because uh, we talk with the the guys about the World Championship, which supposed to be uh, last year for the couples who used to be junior two, youth couple who should be the world champion this year. And they will never be the world champions in 2020. <laughs> and uh, yes, Even now, <laughs> no, it's actually, I know, I know, I know. It's also set for you, Alessandro. You are not used anymore after, uh, I don't know, 10 more, how no more? Use. No. no more use. More, no more use. So yeah, and basically, we talk about that. If you have a chance to take something, do something. Do it right now. Don't do it today, tomorrow, or don't do it after a few hours. Do do it. Do it. Do it. Do it, do no, it now.
5: <laughs> We're not gonna continue. But yes, yes. I know. I know. <laughs> Anton was partying right
4: there. <laughs> I know. Right.
14: Actually, I'm watching the video from Anton, and I make the screenshot of the book, which is uh, he's like. Announce! Uh, it's it's my plan to to read this book.
4: <laughs>
14: yeah, I know. I'm his biggest fan right now. <laughs> Hold on, let me bring him in. Where is Anton? <laughs> I can <laughs> I can prove it.
7: <laughs> and the Anton, is again. <laughs> hello,
14: Where's Anton. Hello, I can say I can show you actually. I'm not to lie. <laughs> <You see>? good. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
14: this is the this is my next book. One, well,
13: you, you can call me every time before you go to sleep, and I'll read you a few pages over the phone,
4: <laughs>
13: <laughs> like a bedtime story. Get
4: the live okay, version,
5: the audio book.
13: So cute, so, cute. On Spotify, so we all
5: enjoy. It.
14: <laughs> Usually, my daughter right now reads some uh, books for me. Sorry, brother. So, but uh, during the day, be, like so during cool. the nap time, I'm day ready. Day <laughs> ready. You see, I'm I'm preparing day the, day. The, the the bed right now. Aww. So, all good, all good. Okay, Headphones okay. is ready. So, <laughs> anytime. Who wants anytime. to be a billionaire? I'll thank give you so a much, buddy. This after this. Thank you, thank you. Cool. First of all, I need to I need to be done with this one. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Anton, we're expecting one from you, too. <laughs> <laughs> bye,
4: bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye. bye,
5: Anton. <laughs> oh, that was, that was beautiful. All right, so moving on a little bit to your competitive career. You had many show dances, many dancers have seen it. But in your opinion, which of your show dances was your favorite and why?
14: I think the favorite show dance is. Uh, it's quite difficult actually because I mean all of them is uh, make the some marks on my heart, <laughs> on my soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean uh, the the two special one. I think it's the. Uh, I don't know how to say in, in English. You know voice and the voice. It was our first uh, show dance together with my partner with Maria, and um, the the next. And the second show dance is uh is, I think this is for me. Look at this. My princess is coming to make my day. Hello, hello. Camilla. You wanna say hello to God?
5: Hello. Is <laughs> Papa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the father and daughter. She's trying. How are
4: you?
14: You see (laughs) all family is here. It's the Carpo family. (laughs) I know, I know, Some of the new is shoot. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, I mean the, the, the two show is the Like like I said, Winona and the World, and uh, Schindler, first of all Winona and the World, because it's like like our first show with Maria, and uh, the Schindler list is, uh, I think it's because uh, many things is, uh, how to say, right? many things is happening during the, the moment when we did the show. First of all, no one... Historically, yes. Yeah, no one think that this show will be great because even like when we dance this show on the few rehearsal before the national championship, everyone was like, okay, nice show. Some, some of our friends said, okay, nice show. I'm like, what do you mean nice? It should be like freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, after all the hard work, yes. And everyone is like, fine. And uh, it was kind of a challenge because uh, for us it was important. And uh, finally it was not a bad show actually.
5: It, it was an amazing show. It has many people in tears, very emotional. As sometimes uh, some of the beginner dancers I talk to, that's one of the most uh, biggest videos that inspires them.
14: Wow, cool. I think that's great.
5: <laughs> All right. Now, uh, you're a competitive career. You represented Russia. Now you live in the US. Uh-huh. So let me ask you, why do you choose to represent the USA?
14: Actually, it looks like USA choose me. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
5: we're very happy and grateful to have you. Uh,
14: yeah, I mean, be honest, um, I mean, I don't think that we will stay here a long time with my wife. Uh, but uh, when we came here, we have um, multiple friends here. We have multiple conversations with the different people and uh people say why you need to go back to russia or because they thought that here in the united states i can be helpful for the wdf representative here so when to grow up wdf division here so we will see you. i i mean i tried to do my best last uh, four years and it looks like if everything will be good uh next few years it will be even more harder even more great make yeah even but even more harder
5: <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. but we we'll you you can do anything we can do it we can do
14: it we can do it we can we, we can do, do
5: it do it my. do it now <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
14: all
5: right vladimir vova thank go. you so much for being on thank you so much thank you
14: so much uh, alessandro what do you think should we make the uh, post on instagram with our web
5: Locker. yes from the top make it drop yes we should i think we would get it a lot of it we could go viral it,
14: it was bomb i think if it we can post it very it, uh, yeah i think if we can post it on the instagram or tiktok like the planet it, it well, should be hu- huge huge
5: <laughs> every, every be everything you know? maybe that it'll be just as big as your jive video Yeah, yeah. Uh, i think so I, I definitely that. even better i know okay
4: well, okay guys so it much. was
14: pleasure to see you guys alessandro it looks like you guys alex also you guys you have uh multiple people in europe more than me you yeah, are well, guys I'm... so young Oh, you see Arturo Nan is here all family williams is here not all but alex, i think one fourth of the family is here williams and now family. and with
5: yeah. i my final surprise no one knows about it except us is going to bring another person from another part of the world yeah
14: show me <laughs> i'm gonna leave you i'm gonna leave you here
5: actually i'm gonna leave you no right no, no,
14: no 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 better do not i don't want to spend your time guys <laughs> all right
4: okay. bye bye so guys have
14: a great day guys bye bye
5: you too all right guys now this next guest i have been told anyone about only the three of us know now a little bit about this guest it is an it is a beautiful lady which i grew up watching on tv and watching her on TV, watching her give critiques, she is a judge on the Italian rendition of Dancing with the Stars. She is legendary in the circles of the ballroom dancing in any federation, ladies and gentlemen. I am talking about Miss Carolyn Smith.
4: Hello.
5: Hello. Oh.
4: Hi. How? Hello you? Look at Mama. Look at Mama. I'm back. <laughs> Carolyn.
8: I love you. I love you. <laughs>
14: <laughs> Finally, I can see you. At
8: last. I <laughs> love you,
14: Carolyn. I love you too. You. you just got
10: so excited. <laughs> yes. He just did a little party dance. <laughs> now he's <laughs> absolutely amazing. I have known more since he was a junior, okay? At the German Open was the very first time when we done the camp, there was uh, Nikofsky with all his couples and I was there with all my Italian couples and I'm telling you it was so cool. He was a pain in the arm. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Are there any stories you could tell us on oh. Vova? Well, <laughs> no. that's a yes.
10: <laughs> I can honestly,
5: Maybe not live.
10: <laughs> no, I, can, I never lie. I can honestly say I have worked with so many great, great dancers in my coaching career, And one of the ones that has stayed in my heart is Vova. He really oh, does that's like that. beautiful. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> when Vicky when, uh, Kosky asked me to come to the studio and start to work with them, I'm, it, it was a little bit strange at the beginning. But I'm telling it, we just hit it off because I love people who are spontaneous. And I think that's really <laughs> which is... um. A tribute to great, excellent dancing, and that's what Volva has always done. One hundred percent. He always makes mistakes, but the thing I love about him—he can get out of every single mistake, like his spinning, like the drive video. <laughs>
14: <laughs> iconic, iconic. Two short story. Two short story. First story that I want to say thank you so much. Uh, that with your help actually we made the first our stuttgart final with your with your help oh that's amazing that. yeah and uh, the second story it's about our one of the first lesson with uh work in rumba and caroling asking to like some stuff how i should go behind my partner and i feel her smell and like to do like certain things and maria just get her new shampoo from china Oh, Ooh, so was like, good. Make hair. And uh, the smell was like a Christmas tree. Like, and it when it was sweat, huge smell of Christmas, tree, like huge, very festive. Work on it, I think, 30 40 minutes. I come to my partner, and she's already sweat. <laughs> and I and Carolyn, like, feel her smell. Like, I'm like, Jesus, I can't <laughs> feel her smell <laughs> when I. <took laughs> Yeah, it was, it was really fun. I no. don't want to spend your time. Carolyn, thank you so much. And like, it's a big, big,
10: big surprise. Yeah,
14: thank you so much, and hopefully we will see you soon.
10: Yes, we'll keep in touch, OK? Say
14: hi to Tina.
10: OK. Bye-bye.
14: Bye-bye.
5: All right, amazing, Miss Carolyn. Let's begin. OK. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Where and when did you begin your dance career?
10: Oh, my God, I started when I was four years old, but I think I actually started to dance when I was in my mother's uh, stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She always danced, and I've actually found out later in life that um, in Scotland, there's one of the most famous ballrooms where a lot of major championships were held and it's called the Plaza Ballroom. And it was very famous because it had a fountain in the center. And I didn't realize that my house was a hundred meters from that ballroom. So my parents (laughs) went nearly every night to go and dance. And I was in a bread box sleeping. (laughs) Yes. So, um, I literally had to dance.
5: Wow. Okay.
8: That's how it all started.
5: Wow. So, as we see, you've been in this dance group. Dancing is your passion. It is your career. So, i ask you, what do you feel has been the proudest moment of your career?
10: Well, that depends on uh, what part of the career. If it's something personal, Oh my God! Most of it, most of the uh, the most special occasions is when I didn't win. Um, it's when I used to get a standing evasion because when I was standing, I was never ever conventional. I always wanted to be different. And when my teacher uh, used to say to me, no, 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 you can't do that because that is not the style, I said, no, you teach me the technique that I don't know, I will take responsibility of everything else. And I was only like 13, 14 years old when I said that. So, I always got my own load, 100%. And then I remember there was a point where we couldn't get from Scotland to England very easily. There was no money. So we done a lot of practice by ourselves, no lessons, just remembering things and looking at when on the TV, black and white TV, uh, we would see the musicals. And we used to practice a lot. And we done uh, with Kenny McKechnie. uh, I think I was only like, say, uh, seventeen years old, and we done the British closed uh, youth championship. Oh wow! Okay. And we were actually quite pleased when we made the twenty four, and then we passed into the semi final, and then when we get into the final, I didn't even realise. That they called our number. So when I saw my dance partner on the floor, my dad said, "Move your ass, get onto the floor!" <laughs> and I, I, I fell off the chair and I ran out and we won the competition. So there, everything in my career actually changed everything happened a little bit too quickly because i was too young we won the british clothes uh we won the british old youth. Uh, we came in fourth in the world Championship. Wow. there was too many things happening and we came in like say seventh in the amateur and then that screwed us up a little bit because unfortunately um uh, my partner uh and myself split up but uh that was the 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 best moments but if we talk about being a teacher uh, for me that gave me more more satisfaction because um i really live for the dancing it's not it's a passion but it's life for me uh, and if i don't have it uh for me that is really really it, it's it's hard it's like so um like say Volva, i have worked with so many champions and it's great that they get success because they'll listen to me to do something different and because they trust the coach
5: yes yes
10: yeah because there's one thing that i heard before about being inspired by people and i like the fact that the four couples before were saying that you have to trust your coach you have to have one And then you might have other experts around. And I think that is one of the most important things. And I must admit, I have been very, very, very lucky in all my Uh, uh, coaching and and teaching career because all the kids that came to me, their parents had trust in us, or me and Tino, and um, they said, do whatever you want, and uh, like, say, Nino, Stefano, uh, Sinardi, there's loads of them, Silde, Evolva there has been so many around the world, and I'm so proud of that. That is, for me, is more special. Because I never wanted to compete, but the only way you could dance in my time, you had to compete. I wanted to just do shows, but uh, and, uh and I can't do shows. So um, I'm not really interested in doing competitions, but uh, helping the couples, getting them on the right way, on the right road, that for me is the biggest success ever.
1: That's amazing. Yes, uh, next question. What advice would you give to a youth dancer who has goals of becoming a world champion?
10: One, don't think of becoming a world champion.
1: Could you elaborate? Tell us, what do you
5: mean?
10: No, okay. Sometimes you don't get to the goal. If you have into your mind, I wanna be the best dancer, I wanna be unique, I wanna be iconic, then you've got a chance of becoming a world champion. To
5: leave a legacy.
10: Yeah. but the thing is, I'm not criticising anyone at all, but not all world champions were world champions.
5: Leave a legacy, yes.
10: Exactly. You've got to be remembered. Winning a competition is great, but the moment that you win a world championships and then you move on to another category or you finish, there's a new world champion. So if you really are a champion, iconic champion, the moment that you actually finish you are remembered that's when you become a world champion.
5: So to be a little bit philosophical you mean to like a champion in life a little more a champion in yes. life. Yes.
10: Yeah it's about being it's, good at life. Yeah the thing is it's so nice to be remembered for something because if i asked like say some of the uh, the dancers uh before the four couples who was the world champion the ten dance in 1976 uh, did they know I can actually say no, I can't even remember. Okay, so um, it's nice to, you know, remember dancing, dancers for something really, really great, which I think is very, very important.
5: That is very true. And I would like to tell you, you left a very big legacy in the world, in this dance world, which I ask you, do you feel it is harder to become a world champion or do you feel it is harder to leave a legacy?
10: Oh, I would say the second. Uh, it depends because um, how I work with every student, for everyone who comes into uh, my studio, I treat them exactly the same, even though some people say I don't, it's not true. It depends on who they are and what they, um, how can I say, take from what you're saying. Because I give, sure, I give, sure. I give the same information <laughs> to everyone, then I start to say, okay, what is your defects and what is the things that you do good can we use the defects and I love defects because that's how to use the flaws
5: to your advantage.
10: advantage yes there is so many and if you can use that to your advantage so um I try to uh, teach people to be as individual as possible because at the present moment, in the past, maybe ten years, uh, there is too many people trying to copy, and then that becomes uh, a photocopy of a photocopy. Then it becomes transparent, which means you don't see what's there. I would, be right. who has more defects, but they are saying something, but just make it look better. So becoming a legacy is very hard, but also. Becoming, if you want to say a world champion, is exactly the same thing. It depends on where your priorities. But they have to concentrate. If you want to win, you have to be a winner within your dancing. You have to be convinced. They have to practice. The one thing I heard before about sacrifices, well, we don't sacrifice. This is life for us. If it's a sacrifice, get out of the dancing because it shouldn't be a sacrifice because it's something that we choose to do. You choose to dance, or you don't choose to dance. So you just—it's—it's it's a way of life. Uh, it's a way of living. It's your your breathing. It's the air that we breathe. So um, for me, the couples I couldn't, couldn't imagine a world without it. Oh God, no! And particularly in this moment that you nominated the fact of the the COVID. Okay, now this is a great for me. I never think of anything negative. This is one thing it, which is good about me. Um, Even in this situation, I say to the couples, it's not that bad. Hopefully no one gets it, but um, you have to take this opportunity to actually stop and work on your dancing. Because lately, it doesn't matter whether it's WDC or WDSF, there is too many competitions. So the couples are stressed out. They have to do the competitions every week because if they miss something out, then they just might miss on occasion, okay? So um, they don't have time to practice. They don't have time to sit down and reflect And okay, what do we have to actually work on? So they just go on um, something which is quite automatic, which for me, you cannot develop. You can become- Yes, yes but you don't um, I'm going to say manage to change certain things in this present moment it has been a great time I'm trying to preach to as many dancers as possible is to stay at home you don't need a dance studio to dance or practice you just need like say two meters by two meters and you can do one hell of a lot of exercise and And
5: do basics
10: right exactly quality yeah. yeah Yeah. It has to be done that way. And then they should have more hunger because I've heard so many dancers being uh, quite um, disappointed because there's no competitions and they've given up. And that is a shame. If the discipline and the wanting
5: to do it, then I don't think one would say, oh, no, I think the longer that we don't have competitions, the more and more and more inspired, motivated, hungry we become.
10: Yeah. You have, you have to be hungry, which means I can't wait to see the first competitions when the whole world opens. I want to see the results. And I'm hoping that someone um, has listened to many, many top coaches and saying that you have to do something at home and work on yourself. If it doesn't happen, I'm going to be really pissed off. And I'm, I'm sure I'm going to do some videos insulting people because <laughs> <laughs> the actually has to come out.
5: Bye bye. I'm of sport.
10: Yeah, we'll have you back. We'll have you back. Well,
4: oh, uh,
5: I, I love all this perspective. I'd, I'd love for you to be able to come to the U.S. one day and uh, do some, some something here with the federation here. It would be amazing. Now, on. Can, I just,
10: can, I just, can I just say one thing? Yes, ma'am. I like to listen to the couples. Okay, and one thing I want to say to Errol. He has got a great attitude. I've known him since he was quite young and when I used to go to Denmark. And I love the fact that he said about getting inspiration from Frank Sinatra, Sammy C. Davis Jr. But the fact that he's also into uh, Tony Robbins, Kiyosaki, all dancers should be there. And that small book <laughs> that, let's say, she was reading, um, uh, Veronica, I would like to say one book, and I have been preaching about this book for years. I got it by pure chance when I was 14 years old, and for me it's a Bible. It's called Psycho-Cybernetics, and it's by Maxwell Maltz.
13: Okay, I'm going to it find it.
10: amazing. It's 60 years old, exactly the same age as me, because it was written in 1960, but it's not old at all. It gives you so many answers. When you read it, you think, oh my god, I knew this, but I have to apply. It's wonderful. I got all my with this book. Mentally. Wow.
5: We will leave a description on social media. We'll post a picture cool. for everyone to have it in the audience. Cool. Cool. Moving on to our next segment, let's talk about Ballando con le Stelle, Ah! Don't worry, don't worry. We won't speak about any seasons. We, we will speak only about the history okay. for you. Okay. Um, actually, what my coach, one of my coaches is uh, Salvatore and Raimondo. Yes. I was hoping maybe he could you do have, a quick uh, yes. a quick show today. <laughs> a quick yes. uh, say hello. Now, let's begin. How did you become involved with Ballando con le Stelle, the Italian rendition of Dancing with the Stars?
10: Okay, this was really fun. Because um, Balando started in 2005 when uh, Strictly Come Dancing started because Milly Carlucci, which is the presenter, it saw it in London. And um, I watched it for three years. And so many uh, people said to me, why don't you do it? I said, nah, I don't have time to do something. I've got too much work, which was correct. But uh, on the third season, Espen Salberg was judging the competition. He was on the show as the head judge, and then okay. Esco decided to go to Bali, so they were looking for a new uh, uh, judge. But Milicalucci likes people that are foreigners, but who speak Italian okay
5: if, if, if I could please interrupt just one okay. second. Um, it, it, since you said that, I would like to audition for the role of Carolyn Smith: 10 per un totale di 35 punti. If, um, if anyone sees this Mili Carlucci, per favore, voglio lavorare per te. <laughs> Arun- allora, totally.
10: tal- Lo dico, lo dico, lo dico: dai, no, per no.
5: favore, metti il nome Alessandro scalore per uh, quello che fa l'annunciatore. <laughs> <Vabbè>. <laughs>
10: Allora, diciamo che, um, diciamo che stava cercando e hanno chiesto al Uh, Carolyn in English. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, it's so easy to fall into the Italian. So, Milica Calucci was asking some of the the cast, uh, do you know anyone? So, everyone kept saying Carolyn Smith, Carolyn Smith, Carolyn Smith. Okay, so I was down in Naples teaching Gaudino. and i got this telephone call i said you know this is emiliano i'm uh milica lucci's secretary she would like to speak to you for balanda and this and i don't like swimming but i will say this in italian i said i just disconnected then mario pizzo who was uh he's one of the best uh tailors and he was working in the show and he called me 10 minutes later and he said listen uh milica uh, uh, secretary will call you and i went oh my god he's just called me and i told him where to go i thought it was a joke because so many particularly down in naples everyone says yeah why don't you go why don't you go so i thought someone actually Uh, It was a hoax that they just called me for a practical joke. And I didn't realize. So I called Emiliano back and I said, I'm really sorry. I said, I I, I didn't want to be rude, but I still don't want to do. (laughs) But when I got back home, my mother-in-law, I told her and she nearly fainted. And I said no, no, no. I said I get too much. No, 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 no. You've got to, you got to go because I've got to tell all my friends that my uh, daughter-in-law's on on the television.
5: So, we have to get some uh, street credit too. <laughs>
10: <laughs> so um, I just went down for the, uh, let's say, the meeting. But my. I just wanted to say no, but I wanted to meet her anyway. So I didn't realize uh, Amelia is very strong like me, and she convinced me to do... Yes, ma'am. It's not even one year. It's 2007, and we've just finished it 2020. So... It's, it's been a nice journey. It's really good. This year was a little bit hard because of the COVID, uh, because every time uh, you go into the studio, uh, if, you've, if you've spoken with uh, Raimondo, it's been a nightmare every time because uh, so many people being pos- positive and then uh, stopping to the, the, the practice or rehearsals, rehearsals. <laughs> rehearsals. But we managed to finish the program. <laughs>
5: Yes, yes, I, I uh, had Raimondo on Scaloria Dance Board a few months ago, and he was a, he, he gave a mar- amazing and uh, very inspirational stories. Yeah, yeah. Now, for our final question, Miss Carolyn, I'd like to ask you, what do you feel is the biggest, still in the topic of ballando, what is the biggest difference in TV dancing and competitive dancing?
10: <laughs>
5: Besides the lips.
10: <laughs> oh, that's cool. The thing is, it is so, so hard. Um, Well, put it this way. For for me, it's easier to judge, like, say, uh, an official competition, okay, because we have our rules and regulations. It's easier. I've I've been judged for five years. So it's easy. When you've got, um, like, say, people who don't know how to dance and they are literally like say ballando, to let people understand ballando in Italy is totally different from uh, Dancing with the Stars in America and Strictly Come Dancing in uh, the UK because the two the other two countries keep the dancing quite simple. So you can see a quick step, you can see a cha-cha, da-da, in ballando, we see people flying around the floor all over the place. So that is quite hard and people get injured quite easily. But um, it's hard because um, they're trying to do so many choreographies and the fact that one comes out Uh, one after the other, and you never know what the performance is like from the other. So I I find it quite hard. It's very emotional because what I do like is that when the VIPs come onto the show, uh, they then realize, because they think it's just a game, okay? They don't take it that seriously right from the beginning. But once they start to do the first practices, they think, wow, we've got to do one hell of a lot of work. So they start to have more respect for the dancers and the dancing. Because I always say, particularly in Italy, we're second-class citizens. They think, oh, you can dance like this. No, we, we we do so much to train our bodies, our mind and everything to do it. So at the end of the 10 shows, I'm really happy that normally 99% of all the VIPs love the dancing and they want to continue after because they make a big, big change in themselves. We all, as dancers, we all know how much power dancing has Bear, uh, so to to change your personality to find out who you really are, and this is great to see uh, this uh, process from the beginning to the end. But it's really hard because sometimes, like I say, they, they take it as a game, and then they become serious about it, and then they start to become experts about it after t- you know, like say, doing it for two and a half months, and they think they've become really, really experts. I'm saying, fly down. <laughs>
5: Seems like my cousin says, Carolyn, can you rate Alessandro how he's doing? One to ten. Ten. <laughs>
10: ten,
4: ten.
5: Bravo. Bravo. Dieci per un totale di 35 punti. <laughs> <laughs> sono serio. Che dice a Mirly C'è un americano in Atlantica che vuole fare quel lavoro.
10: <laughs> Va bene. Quanto sei alto?
5: Io sono, eh, come si... Eh, in American terms, 5'11". 5'11". That
10: is cool. Because she likes tall guys.
5: Awesome, awesome. Good, good. La Carlucci, allora dai, dai. Ora ci vediamo. Also, also, uh, here in Dancing with the Stars in the U.S., not to say any, any mean things, but uh, Tom Bergeron is looking to come back soon. If you're familiar with Tom Bergeron, he's our yes, host he in the U.S. He, he, so, you know, if Milly Carlucci, I'm sure he could learn Italian in two seconds and uh, put him on Dancing with the Stars over there.
10: Oh,
8: okay, oh. hey. not
5: come over there, so can I speak English. Ecco, ecco, portiamo, yes. All right, allora, allora, allora ti per ringraziare in italiano. All right, Carolyn, thank you so thank much so for nice stopping for by. You are a big inspiration to many nice. of us. Seeing you... Yeah, as an honor. It really is an honor, I, so being much. able to speak to you right now. I remember I, with my mother, with my father, with my sister, uh, watching you on TV watching Raimondo I met Raimondo in the summer of uh, 2017 and I was able oh, to take God. lessons with him and I was thinking to you. it's a dream come true so you and so you left that legacy that we talked about for many dancers for me for you and uh, for a second one second I'd like to leave you on two seconds while I bring back my champions as they would like if they have any questions for you yes ma'am
4: Okay.
5: all right let's bring back to the floor Roberta and Koki Earl and Amy and Anna, Arthur, and Earl, and Veronica. All right,
4: yeah.
10: guys. Hi, Hi Errol. how are you? Hi. Errol and Errol. God, I can't get the difference there. <laughs> how are you guys?
9: Oh, we're doing great. It was so great to actually see that it was you. Wow, I've really, yeah. really missed being able to actually see you. Wow.
10: Cool, how are you doing? Good.
9: Very yeah. good, very cool. good. We're uh, second place at the European Championship now.
10: Wow. So uh,
5: Congratulations. <laughs> good, yes, good. They placed second and Ron and Navy placed third. It, it was amazing. We had yeah. a, a family a family fight for
9: the podium.
10: we didn't. transfer attacking. <laughs> but all of these guys are honestly... Um, by listening to what you have been saying, each one of you gave me um, hope that the dancing is going in the right direction. Because I'm very critical about where the dancing's going at the moment. And some of you know me personally, and you know I am a pain in the ass. If something goes wrong in the wrong way, I <laughs> about and I have a big, big discussion worldwide. But Thank you me. guys are really, really cool. Keep going. Remember, you guys are the future for the dancing and you have that responsibility to pass all the information on and the passion and the reality of the dancing, okay? If yeah. not, I'll be on to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you.
11: Thank you. Yes, all right. <laughs>
5: Carolyn, thank you so much. Hope to thank see you, you so very much. soon. Okay. Ciao, to my four champions guys i'd like to thank you personally in front of everyone i'd like everything you guys have done for me you've shared you've publicized you've been here you shared your stories for all of the world to see i'd like to thank you personally it was amazing to hear from each and every one of you guys Thank you, thank you very me. much. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> great job. A fantastic thing you're doing here. It's fantastic. Very, very, very well done. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Thank Hope guys. to see thank you soon. You.
7: Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. 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 Bye.
5: Bye. All right, Claire. I'd like to thank you as well for being as well thank on very here. Thank nice. you uh, Alex, thank you so much, guys. Ah, to be here. This was the last event for Scholar Danceport for the year so guys we will be enjoying our holidays on Scholar Danceport and we'll see everyone in January bye bye